your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Staying safe at Christmas is a priority for all of us, but many of us forget that at this time of the year, there are often more risks around the home. Thinking about all those extra lights, the Christmas tree, the candles that you might have uh, lit. And the last thing any of us want to be dealing with is a fire in our home at any time of the year, especially Christmas. So with that in mind, Seamus Barrett, Assistant Chief Fire Officer with Limerick Fire and Rescue, has been good enough to pop into the studio this morning with some advice for you. And you're welcome, Seamus. Good morning. Good morning, Joe, and thank you for the opportunity. Now, there was a time when house fires were not unusual, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. at Christmas. Has that situation improved overall in your experience? Uh, Overall, house fire situation has improved always. uh, And also in terms of the occurrences and mobilisations to house fires and the injuries and unfortunately deaths accruing from house fires are thankfully low. So that's the situation across the year? Across the year and Christmas time is a a time where the risk profile of a lot of houses changes. People are unfamiliar with their visiting. The house is under chaos. There's extra bodies around. There's gifts. There's decorations around the house. And this activity level is going on almost 24-7. Okay. And that brings risk with it. Um, and, and by the way, what do you think has improved um, house safety when it comes to fires overall, James? Uh, this is a p- personal opinion. A lot would, would be uh, standards of construction, uh, changes in dependency on open fires, dependency of, let's say, new technology. Going back to your classic Christmas tree situation, you're now looking at LED lighting as opposed to bringing mains electricity onto the tree. There's probably uh, a lesser use of real trees, which don't, which have a tendency of drying out. And if you've watched the movies on YouTube, you see how fast a real tree can go on fire. Whereas the newer artificial trees, some of the more CE marked ones, which come from a reputable source, probably have a flame retardant in some way. So there's best been an improvement in standards and also an awareness. Mm, so and also with the uh, improved home fire alarm situation, we don't hear about the near misses. Like the smoke alarms and all of that and how reactive it's a lot, lot of them are, are now. Oh, yeah. Whereas yeah. before, people actually, when they died in a house fire, they might even they died from carbon monoxide poisoning and never woke up. They even might even realise it was a house fire. Right, I see. Uh, and, and then, as you mentioned, things like electrical standards and, and how houses are wired, that's all improved over the years. It has improved over the years in terms of new construction, but you still will have older properties out there. Also, maintenance wear and tear issues we've all come across the arcing of the 13 amp plug top and you plug it in you might see signs of arcing soot around the pins or even sounds of crackling that means you have a loose connection and most that's an indicator where heat can be generated unintentionally which may cause a consequence and how concerned should somebody be if they plug in a charger for example and, and they can feel over time that that charger is warming up well, that, sometimes that's a natural process of the charger, especially if you're, what you're charging is low battery and your current coming out of the charger is at a maximum. And also because most chargers are designed to be small, so the heat energy has to be dissipated in some way. So a properly used charger in open air, typically there's no problems. There always comes a problem when the bed is pushed up against it 
or yeah, not as a small print in the book says using a well ventilated space. Okay, that's interesting. Right, we're chatting to Seamus Barrett, Assistant Chief Fire Officer with Limerick Fire and Rescue. So talk to us then about those risks at this time of the year that we have in our homes. Maybe the ones we recognise and the ones that aren't so recognisable, but we need to be aware of. Well, the risks and principles are, are the same all year round in terms of fire. You just be prudent and do your risk assessments. And most fire, domestic fires start in the kitchen, believe it or not and most ca- casualties end up in the be- are in the bedroom, statistically. But so you can, at Christmas time, where it's got greatest activity, it's going to be in the kitchen. Mm. And also, normally you would have your nighttime routine, hopefully you close your doors, etc., especially in rooms where there's a source of ignition, possibly where there's an open fire, because uh, you're primarily protecting your escape route. And I take the example of a typical two-storey house, your primary escape route is the main stairs and out the front door. So to protect that, you should ensure that all the doors, at least on the ground floor level, are closed to maximise your opportunity of an escape should you have in a fire. So that should be part of the last the thing, thing the last person going to bed does. The last one to bed when he puts the fire guard on the fire guard across the, the open fire, make sure the ashtrays are disposed of, not emptied into the wheelie bin outside, or the wheelie bin should not be left next to the uh, kerosene tank because we come across a lot of wheel bin fires, which in turn heat the kerosene tank, and then you have a, a blevy situation and a fuel fire with a catastrophic results. Okay, and the point about closing the doors is a lot of them have fire seals. They're supposed to have now the modern ones, aren't they? As well, uh, they are in three-story houses, but you don't need them for two. Uh, the regulations don't. They're not for two-story houses. Really, mm. um, but th- but that clearly helps as well. It will help, but the uh, you you'll see them a lot in departments main door, even in if any of those of your listeners who are living in apartment blocks, you'll find the main door leading from their apartment out into the hall is a fire door, okay. which is self-closing, which will have a smoke seal on top of an intermittent heat seal. And what you're hoping to do if a fire takes hold is by having your doors closed, try and give time. It's all about time to, time to escape. So that, you, uh, so that when your alarm goes off, you're roused, you awake your family members or guests to ensure that they're out as quickly as possible before the fire reaches a point which compromises your escape route. Okay. And and are you saying that in, in most like two-storey houses, for example, there is really only one escape route, one viable one? There's one escape route. The prime is quickest. Most uh, newer houses in recent years will have an escape window at first floor level with an, an opening, but the chances of you you getting out, it would be a, 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 they're there for rescue purposes also. But mm. the primary route, the easiest route is to get out early before the fire has even got to a flaming state. The fire alarm will go off with even at a smoke level that you might see from a cigarette. You won't even notice the smoke. You get her- very early warning if a, for a, a properly installed fire, domestic fire alarm. Mm. Which, which uh, leads me to the point also, uh, people don't realise that uh, domestic grade fire alarms the mains powered have a 10 year service life so uh, which has a best before date printed on them from the date of manufacture so apart from your risk assessments every year you should ensure especially if you're in the house over 10 years you may be looking at getting the electrician in and changing out all your fire alarms and how often in a year should you test your fire alarm as frequently uh, as, as possible and also when there's a significant risk change in a house. Typically once a week we have a social media uh, adage and the fire brigade having a thing on, the, on Twitter says test it Tuesday. 
every Tuesday, press the button, the brush handle, make sure it's viable. And every now again, subject to the 10 year life. Mm. And obviously, people should not leave Christmas lights, internal or external, on overnight. When they're going to bed, they're turned off. Well, that's the main point is to where there's a risk of uh, ignition that you turn them off. And also, it, it reduces your electricity bill in the current climate. It does. Um, and clearly, then, you should review the Christmas decorations and lights that you have and make sure they're quality. Their quality and that all sources of ignition are kept away from fuel. Yeah. Okay, so it is an important time to be aware um, and be sensible. You don't have people to, it, 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 to be it, terrified it, it, of going to bed. But. No, you have to be, be sensible. You don't have to be paranoid, but to take sensible measures to keep the risk to an acceptable level. Mm. And also bring those messages to your place of work and to your place of entertainment. And what's the work pattern like for the Limerick Fire Service over Christmas? I mean, people working, I presume, including oh, on Christmas it's Day? A, it's the tr- we offer 24-7, 365 a day cover. Our full-time service here in Limerick will have a, a standard uh, full-time service available, as with all our six retained stations in the county and some of the retained stations in adjoining counties who provide fire cover into areas of Limerick, like like so Mitchellstown comes into South East Limerick, Charleville and uh, other uh, uh, temporary, because we, we don't cover all parts of the county. We, we rely on cover from adjoining counties in some situations. Okay. Uh, so Christmas Day at the fire station, what happens then? Uh, the full-time brigade will have their uh, Christmas lunch as normal, maybe one or two treats, and the uh, retained service will hopefully will have a Christmas lunch with their families if the pager doesn't go off. <laughs> there you go, because they have to be on. They have, they're on call. call. Yeah, yeah, in case something happens. It happens, and it does happen. Yeah, and the thing is, James, I, people don't really appreciate that, I think. I mean, the full-time service, but also the retained firefighters. You, you know, it, it, it can be a, a challenging job. They have family responsibilities. Oh. A lot of them have other jobs oh. as well. well. Well, that's their main, main job, but they're in a job that allows them to be released to be in a fire station to ensure that the fire appliance moves, ideally within five minutes of the pager going off. Okay. Uh, well, look, I hope you have a very quiet Christmas, fingers crossed, and uh, that'll mean that uh, people have been heeding your advice this morning, and thank you and all of your team for your service over the years, and and we wish you well. Thank you, and on behalf of the Chief Fire Officer and the whole of Limerick Fire Rescue, thank you for the opportunity to talk to your listeners this morning. Delighted to. All right, great to have you, and happy Christmas to you. Seamus Barrett, Assistant Chief Fire Officer with Limerick Fire and Rescue. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.